Hello, you are with uh, Love of Learning, a podcast focused on transforming the world through education and self-education. My name is Dian Stanchev and I'm your host. Today, I have an amazing visionary from the most spiritual country in the world, India, Dr. Sarendra Dust, president of the Indian Forum of Educators. You can find it at indianforumeducators.in. His vision and goal a society in which educators are placed in the top five professional categories of the country. He is an educationist with over 40 years of educational experience, having worked in different parts of India as a teacher and school principal. He has contributed a lot to the development of the curriculum for children with special needs, and his passion is the holistic model of health. He has authored books on life skills education and wellness education, and you can find all links in the description. He has received many awards such as Eminent Educationist Award, Arc of Excellence Award, Pioneer of Wellness Mission Award, as well as others. It is an honor to have you here with me, Dr. Das. Thank you for sharing your time and knowledge with me and our audience. You have- uh, It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, yes, yes, it's a big honor. You have an amazing experience as an educator I believe that children of the future are caring and loving individuals with empathy and courage, uh, with love of learning and kind hearts. What tips would you give to parents and educators about how to raise those children in the most beneficial way for their uniqueness to blossom and shine? Yeah, I would like to speak uh, in context with India and of course, it is applicable globally also. What is the tragedy which is taking place? The, the present generation of parents have started living through their children. Now, the things which they could not accomplish, they could not achieve in their lifetime, they want that their children should not have any kind of a deficiency in any way. They are more associated with the children. They are more obsessed about their functioning. They are more involved in their day-to-day -day life. So the problem we as a Indian educators are facing that now the parenting is the need of the hour. We have to train the parents that you have to disassociate. Don't involve 100% with your kids and uh, give them freedom to grow, give them freedom to think of their own, then only uh, a right kind of a growth will take up. Otherwise, they will be under the shadow, uh, under the shadow of the parents, they will not be able to grow as individuals, as individuals. I, I totally... Strictly, I'm talking about the Indian context. I totally agree with you, and I think it's a very, very familiar, familiar all over the world. Um, what happens is parents want to live their unsatisfied dreams through their children, and it's uh, hurting the children's development. So I, I don't know why it's missing in uh, in um, in the way that the the country is dealing with children and parents. I think each person who would like to have a child should go through a special education, how to be a parent. 
but uh, it's missing at the moment. <laughs> and uh, so mental, mental well-being of teachers and learners is key to good results. How we should sustain good level of mental well-being being, and can you give five advices for teachers, parents and children to do that? Yeah, actually, uh, I had written one article also in one of the magazine, the, the mental and emotional well-being of students and teachers. And you'll be happy to know that I was the first person in India to launch this kind of a training program. And also, in the days to come, you will find, you will hear much more from the Indian Forum of Educators that what are the concrete steps we are taking and taking the message across the entire country and definitely across the globe also. The most important uh, thing when we talk in terms of the mental, emotional and physical well-being of the children and also first thing is that we have to de-stress them. Mm. Now everyone, whether he's a 10 years old kid, is a teenager, is a, is a youth, is a teacher, somewhere we find the kind of a society we live in. Now we are not thinking of the quality of life, but the standard of living, where the monetary aspect is dominating. The material gain, I think, is the priority. Then we talk in terms of the human values. So what is the thing that we have to inculcate human values? In the curriculum, the main focus, the primary focus must go to the human value, the purpose of education. Is, is education aiming to impart them the information, technical information, the information which will make their life better or their living better? They have to make a choice. So first important thing is the value education. The second important thing, when we talk in terms of the well-being, that we have to repeatedly tell them that the purpose of living is to give, mm. to live and let live. The, the, higher, the higher purpose of life is not that you are acquiring uh, a very good wealth and car and the property and so on, but it is something else. We have to create a wonderful world where the best religion, if you talk, that should be the humanism. The humanity must take the upper seat as far as I'm talking about the entire curriculum design is concerned. The key focus area should be the human values. Then it should be the another circle where we talk about the life skills. And then we take about the another bigger circle, which is related to the academic aspects of different disciplines, the knowledge aspects. Let me say that when the curriculum design in the school is focused to three things, attitude, number two is skills, and then comes three things, the knowledge. Attitude first, number two, the skills, and then the knowledge. And well-being should be the top priority the mental and emotional and physical well-being should be the top priority. And I suppose that when we design this kind of a curriculum in the school education, and also emphasize in the higher education, I think the moment we change our perception, the mindset, then the total shift will take place. I totally, I totally agree with you. And uh, I don't know why everything is 
in education, everything is focused on the materialistic sides, on creating children to be uh, ready for the factories, to be subordinate, and we are not educating the children to be critical thinkers and to be creative and to be thinking with their right side of the brain. I remember uh, during the communism years, when I was going to school, uh, all the children were taught that they need to write with their right hand. If you are writing with your left hand, you need to start writing with your right hand. And now I realize that if you write with your right hand, then you use your left brain. So you develop your left brain, the, the more the materialistic one part. And if you use your left hand, you develop your right, right brain, which is the, the creative one. And uh, the, the government doesn't need, doesn't need creative people like and uh, i wish you good luck with this and i hope i hope it's is it is it possible to achieve change in uh, the school education in india is something that's stopping? a very that's that's a very good question uh, to be very frank that uh, right from 1962 64 and 65 where you find the the our first ed, uh, education policy was drafted under kothari commission i'm talking about that if you look at the entire documents, wonderful. The main thing is that the recommendations were not implemented 100%. Even I should say they were not implemented up to 50%. So Indian education system predominantly has remained the examination system and not education system, mm. where the focus is completing a curriculum during a particular period of time evaluating through the examination and the, what is the score? How much is the percentage? 98%, 95%. So the objective of education was not learning something meaningful, but to have the score, the mm -hmm. percentage, which is going to matter as far as your uh, admissions in the, the colleges as concerned, or admissions in the vocational courses in the professional courses is concerned. So I, there, is, there was a total entire shift about what actually education means. Now we have got, uh, after 32 years, a new education policy. Mm. And I'm happy to say, I'm happy to say that it has encompasses almost all the components the holistic development, the holistic education, the moral education we are talking about, the life skill education we are talking, focusing. So I hope we are entering into a new era as far as the education is concerned. Prior to that, I would like to add here, there was CCE, Continuous Comprehensive Evaluation. That was also wonderful initiative by the previous government. But they brought it very in haste. They implemented within a very short period of time without training the educators or taking, uh, give, providing a training to the school heads. They could have gone very slowly and gradually. So what happened? The concept of CC was not grasped by the school heads, the educationists, uh, and majority of them were not implementing it firmly. So though, though a revolution had come, a revolution had come prior to this education policy, but it was a flop show just because that was hurriedly brought and the training components that was not completed properly. 
and uh, the support system was not there because shifting from the old mindset to the new mindset that was the problem yes of course of course but at least uh, the government is not stopping you it's not stopping you and it's helping you that's good. that's very very good yeah we are waiting that the implement the main part actually to be very honest with you the philosophical document rather say other document based on certain methodology you know uh, certain techniques and uh, so many things but how it is going to be implemented Mm -hmm. that's the most important issue yes I, execution I'm very, I, i'm very interested in what you're talking about and uh, now we, i just realized that i need to start applying something like your model in bulgaria and i uh, would like to work work on that okay. with you and uh, thank you for inviting me uh, being part of your forum and uh, i'd like to contribute as well as much as i can uh, and uh, i have a... it will be a delight to listen to you and your uh, suggestions and advices uh, if we can incorporate them and we can implement them. it will be a great pleasure for us thank you thank you for thank you for inviting and uh, how do you how do you train the educators do you have like a methodology strategy to educate them and what's the goal for educating them a very very important uh, question you have raised here actually in our indian education system training was not given the due emphasis and due importance for a long long period of time <laughs> i would like to share wherever i have been as a principal as a school head i always started a training cell for the teachers i started the training cell for the students i'll just like to show you something <clears throat> which you will appreciate if you look at it this is on life skills there is one module can you see yes i can see this is a book on life skills education how to cope with anger yeah, module i prepared for the student this is exactly this is what the they another need. module life skills education module 4 how to develop study skills amazing amazing this is this is the another module i prepared life skills education module 1 how to cope with fear really interesting yes and this is life skills education interpersonal relationship so so important i think so so important and this one life skills education module 6 how to develop thinking skills everything what i've been dreaming of to learn by the way and uh, you will be delighted i am the first indian author who wrote first book on life skills please see this one yeah this is the book this is for general reader life skills a guide to steer life okay how how can it and the author is surrendra das yourself yes i see <laughs> all my okay okay so so how um, how can we order those books yeah yeah i'll 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 definitely get you the link thank you, you and i'll put the links for our our listeners because i think those those topics are super important not only for the educators and the teachers and the principals but also for the people who have children or the people who would like to have children in the future to know how to cope with all those things thank you so, that's that's a treasure big treasure i think so training has been one key focus area which i emphasize during my tenure as a principal and also as a director of a group of institutions and uh, here 
the receptivity i'm talking about because to be very honest with you all the private public schools in india the focus is on earning is just like a business kind of a thing initially it was not the situation 30 years before in india the education was a service okay service in the sense social service okay okay but then as the uh, the the social structure change the technology came in the mindset that people started making money by opening the schools the degree colleges engineering colleges medical college the they become a business so education became a business as in india and then get convincing the school owners the school management that this is not meant only for the business the commercial sake but it has got some other purpose also so you will always find as far as and government school didn't do much because teachers were relaxed they were secured very good salary government school teacher and they did not do anything okay. so we have faced in india lot of problem any kind of a quality education we talk in terms is taking place in the private not in the government schools mm-hmm. now people have started realizing for last 5 years i should say that yes training is something which is an investment in education earlier they used to think it is a wastage of time wastage of money wastage of energy and they were not at all interested oh. <laughs> they were not at all now for past since i say for past 5 years i've seen a change in the mindset of the school management the school head and they are receiving now they are receiving Okay okay it looks like something is happening in India and uh, I hope it goes worldwide worldwide because we need a change in education all over the world and especially I think that's the best way to change what we are what the world we're living in but uh, I, those books are really really interesting and I'd like to get hold of them so I would suggest everyone that listens to to order them just to learn to learn more about how we should educate or how we should uh, educate our children at home at least so you you're saying you're very passionate about the holistic model of health what is it and what got you into it into the holistic model see uh, now uh, when i talk in terms of the holistic health i think the west is talking more about the holistic health than the east especially the india okay it's, it's a very interesting thing because as you know that i have a forum which is called global wellness forum we have members from more than 30 countries and recently we organized a global summit on that was a virtual global summit so the american in america you will find large number of holistic healers they are trainers they are therapists in the, you take up any country in the uk and uh, sorry in europe uk germany france <clears throat> and other countries now you will find they are moving towards the holistic living most important word i am using we are not talking about only about the holistic education they are moving towards the holistic living so yoga has become integrated part integral part of their living now they are becoming more and more vegetarians they are doing meditations again and again and they find that it is not the materialistic 
achievement which matters when the inner peace is concerned it is something else they have to have a inward journey rather than the outward journey in india we talk in terms of uh, the holistic model of health and how we are going to incorporate it in the school education which isn't it so as such till date i will make it a very honest uh, statement here till date the government of india even the ncert has got no such model they are working upon that so what i have done on behalf of indian forum of educators i have taken the initiative i am writing to the government of india ki we are the people who have been working for more than a decade in the field of holistic model of health so you please give us the opportunity to prepare curriculum we have resources we can train we can evaluate now in nutshell i tell you what is holistic model of health right which is which is your your direct question here yes yes here actually where it is only three things mind body and soul so when the focus now earlier we used to have the games period in the schools one period or two periods in a week they will go out and play either a soccer or a football soccer or a cricket or some other games or they run about or they will have the heats you know uh, other kind of activities so they were thinking that this is more than enough it is not now now when we talk in terms of holistic model of health we have to talk about the mind we have to talk about the body then we have to talk about the spiritual the spirit also so for this we have one unique model which has originated from our upanishads our sacred scriptures of india they are vedas and upanishads so you will find the sources there they say that the entire human body has got wheels of energy they are called chakra we say chakra in english we call it chakra so yes. there is crown chakra there is a third eye chakra there is a throat chakra there is a heart chakra there is solar plexus you know i know there is a just, just if i can uh, if i can mention in yeah. in bulgarian we have in bulgarian we have the word chakra which means okay. a wheel a wheel so we have the same words in bulgaria <laughs> actually they are not only the wheels of energy they are the each chakra is connected with some kind of endocrine system yes the glands they there is a different kind of organ system working within the body so every chakra is connected with them the and not only that there are attributes for example i'll make you very clear this uh, if i say this solar plexus here yes. just the heart is there the solar plexus this is the seat where most of the negative emotions are accumulated here anger <laughs> hate so it is not giving a lecture that be kind love mankind we what is the holistic health model that we energize the solar plexus when we are energizing the solar plexus he is becoming compassionate is becoming kind he is having confidence all the positive thing will be there you know the confidence is not here but is confidence in the solar plexus okay. the love for humanity is doesn't come from the religious sermons and the scriptures it comes from the heart chakra if heart chakra is very narrow 
the person is selfish is a greedy fellow isn't it yeah. and he can do any uh, harm to the people because the heart is very narrow and these people suffer from heart diseases so a narrow chakra narrow heart chakra will lead towards many cardiac problems i tell you many heart problems and his perception towards life will also be very very narrow he will never be giving to the society he will be accumulating give me give me you get the so values your health your value system your health your holistic development is connected with all these chakras right so in this holistic mother we have to focus that how this should be a part of the curriculum yes. a actual training program actual training program that they said they understand it ki if i am not confident i have to focus on my this chakra if i am not kind i am not passionate something is wrong same thing is this is the source of expression throat chakra yes if we want our student to be a good orator if we want them to be very creative then this throat chakra has to be developed you have to you will find creativity is here the expression is there a good orator whose throat chakra is very balanced similarly thing when we talk about the third eye the knowledge the intuition isn't it yes intuition the, the wisdom wisdom so third eye third eye has to be activated this chakra has to so this is the base of the holistic model of health which has got root as far as our indian scriptures are there and interestingly something you will find in the chinese scriptures also about the chakras and also if you re study something about egyptian isn't it and if you talk about uh, somewhere somewhere you will find there was a connectivity of the mind of the sages and the thinkers and the philosophers you get the point because i believe that there is a cosmic mind in the universe yes everything accumulated there so best ideas best thought we are actually receiving from the cosmic mind isn't yeah. it and then it is irrespective of time and space so holistic model of that we have to take care of the thoughts mind we have to take care of the emotions the negative emotions are not to be suppressed but they are to be transformed mm. anger has to be transformed into the creativity mm-hmm. that you can see you get the point frustrations yeah. and the depression they have to be transformed into the positive aspect of it this is required very much in the schools and the colleges everywhere when we have the balanced chakras there is a harmony in our mind body and so there is a rhythm and the beautiful music will come out you get the point i got it the life automatically will change perception will change and holistic model up is one of the important need of the are in the school and college curriculum so is this holistic uh, model of this holistic uh, approach of educating is uh, is it applied somewhere in india you have a curriculum now we are we are determined at least i as an individual and on behalf of my organization and i am not only talking as a organization individual i am definitely moving talking to the top minister yesterday actually i was outside i met one of the cabinet minister is a very powerful minister in the present government i had a meeting i am having a discussion and the by you will find within one or two months this message i'll take up to every every education minister i'll be meeting the by 
where the best thing which is there with us should not be a part of the indian education system especially in the curriculum and uh, holistic education and holistic model of health holistic education is the development of all the faculties mental emotional physical spiritual that is holistic education. I, I totally i totally support this approach and uh, it's i think uh, not i think but i'm sure it will have amazing outcomes uh, so so do you have any any uh, any textbooks or 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 study study materials that you can send to parents that they can do this holistic model of health at home yeah i just actually shared this thing this i would like to <clears throat> I'll just read for you my uh, what is there actually. You will understand this particular book I had shown you. The energy actually, healing this book. Is, this is a handbook. This is not theoretical book. It is a handbook. I'll just read uh, for your kind of yes, health please. is well. This popular saying never got so much attention in the past as it is getting today. People are becoming health conscious and turning towards holistic healing and alternative medicine. <clears throat> innate health, one very beautiful concept which has come from the West only. Innate health is a new paradigm in understanding real cause of illness. Energy healing is a revolutionary concept for orthodox medicine. This book is a creative pursuit and a bold initiative on this path. It is a practical guide providing perfect alternative of drugless therapy. Now, what exactly is there just in 30 seconds? Integrated energy healing in two sense is a health assurance for life. Mm. Health assurance for life. In this book, <clears throat> Patanjali Pranayam, Tibetan Meditation, Chinese Tai Chi, Chukung, Reflexology, Chua Kok Suksui Pranic Healing, Usui Reiki Ryo, and energo cybernetics. This is the blend and combination of all these universal, you know. Yes. All these universal we have drawn from Chinese, from down different sources. The wisdom yes. is a accumulated here in this wisdom. And Lord Buddha has said, You can be the author of your own health. Yeah. You can be the author of your own. Lord Buddha says, and I think the first lesson in life. In the school should be that mind you're not your business mind your health <laughs> <laughs> yes, mind your health. health is the most important and I, I like i like this book is really really interesting because you've blended different teachings from different parts of the world and it, it's exactly but what I'll send, you the soft copy. I'll send you the soft copy of it thank you thanks I'll send and, you. And it's exactly, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just in the process of writing exactly the same book, blending different exercises from different cultures, what I'm doing and I'm feeling energize me into one place and sharing it like exactly what you, you but you've already done it and I'm in the process doing it. Uh, and uh, then for, for your information, I'm not a preacher. I'm a doer. I've learned only one principle of life, what I think, correct. I speak, and what I speak, I do it. And you will not find that 
what i think what i speak and why do there is any kind of a controversy or gap nothing like that so my life is very peaceful that that's very that's very important uh, very peaceful, and i think uh, uh, when you have this principle in your life i think this is the best principle of life in terms of living a meaningful life i i like i like this principle and i think i'll be i'll be applying this principle from today on and by the by the way my name my name in bulgarian means uh, duar as well duar dayan means duar it is dayan yes yes in bulgarian it means duar exactly the same dayan i'm i'm pronouncing it correctly dayan okay. yes 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 it's correctly thanks yeah. so i'm i'm also a lover of ayurveda and chinese medicine and uh, do you think this should be introduced in schools and do you plan any projects in this direction yeah so the recommendation from our side is that that we should be recognized as a nodal agency which can provide the curriculum and the training support also when these two things are there we will also be doing the evaluation analysis the outcome the analysis of the outcome in terms of the growth and development all the three things we have a team we have a resource people i think therefore uh, i'm looking forward that it should be accepted tomorrow i'm holding a meeting with 35 principals and i'm giving what i'm talking to you then this concept i'm giving in details to the school heads tomorrow at 6 pm so that they understand what is holistic ball of health what is holistic health and what is organic living i think they will be receptive and they will understand the value i'm totally sure that they'll do, they'll do it and even they don't accept it at the first time just don't stop because they think that's the the future that's the future and uh, i would love to when the worldly situation is better i would love to come to india and be taught by you you know the things you are talking about in person you are, you are most welcome and we will take care of all your hospitality and we'll take you to the different schools and you will feel at home i can assure you you Thank will you. feel at home that that will be a dream come true <laughs> so so what what do you think about reiki is is this the energy uh, is the energy the medicine of the future like you are saying that's uh, also i should say that very relevant and uh, important question actually re and plus ki re and ki okay. universal life force okay ki ki is isn't it yes so life force re is the universal ki is the life force okay chi in chinese chi chi is the life force in indian context we say prana pran so that is also the life force different names by different uh, civilizations on the planet but we are talking about the life force which sustain life any kind of a life if you look at it on this planet is sustained by the ki chi or prana it is one the one on the same thing so when i got initiated into the holistic molecular health first i learned reiki i 
Why should I? Why did I learn Lekki? I was asthmatic patient. I suffered my twenty years with this disease. Can you imagine the best doctors in the country, the best hospital in the country? I consider there was no cure. The moment I learned first degree Reiki, can you imagine the miracle happened within three months? Really? I was completely all right. I'm 65 years of age today. You will not find any symptom of a disease. My BP, my sugar, my everything is functioning normally. The Amazing. credit goes that I did Reiki second degree, then third degree. I grand master. I finish all. The name of my house is Reiki Villa, mm. and all my family members are Reiki Channel. My wife, my kids—they are all Reiki Channel. Then I learned Planic Healing. Then I learned different kind of a therapy, reflexology. Then I learned Chi uh, Tai Chi. It's not Tai Chi. Chi Tai Chi. It is also actually. Energy exercise. It's energy exercise. Very powerful. So you will find all these systems I integrated in my book. I wrote, and you will be happy to know my PhD is also on holistic model of health. That's that's a lot of PhD which I did <laughs> is also on the. Okay, so basically you've learned a lot, and then you have applied it in your daily life, and you've seen the results. Yes, there is a cure for everything in Reiki and pranic healing. Uh, you adopt meditation. You adopt any any wonderful, you know, all these wonderful alternative therapies. Yeah. Uh, miraculous, miraculous. Yeah. This is this is also my passion. But up till now, I've been just reading and applying. But now uh, you have, uh, uh, after after this conversation, I think I should start doing some courses with masters in Reiki and everything and learn from first. And uh, there are Chi Tai Chi. I'll definitely uh, uh, I'll take uh, my pleasure that I initiate you into Chi Tai Chi. You will learn within three days. Thanks. I have in three days. The easiest one. Easiest one and the most powerful energy exercise on the planet, on this planet, I can assure you. Thank you, thank you. I'm doing, I'm doing some qigong as well, and I'm, 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 ve I'm very interested into Taoism. Very interested into Taoism. Have many, many books on Taoism, and, and uh, Chinese medicine, and also on Ayurveda. And uh, I think this knowledge is super, super amazing and should be taught in schools in some way, uh, but um, what subjects a curriculum in life skills and wellness at school and at home, the teachers and parents should cover? What, what subjects should we have, are you going to have in the curriculum for life skills and wellness? When we talk in terms of the curriculum for the school and curriculum for the parents, Actually, parents has to take care. The first thing which is very important is the nutritional counseling, we should say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The most worst eating habits come from home. Now, you know, the junk food. Yes. The junk food habit. Even now, due to urbanization and 
the, the, the world was open to everybody nowadays, most of the Indian kids, especially middle class and upper middle class, they are tuned toward eating very wrong eating habits. So we have find them eating disorders. You get the point. They yes. do not have the balanced diet. Mm -hmm. they, do not, they lack a lot of nutrient components which is required. So parents has to take care that my child, whether it is a two years old or whether it is a 12 years old, has to have the balanced diet, which is not an easy task, I tell you. It is not an easy task. Because they are tempted. Parents cannot resist. Parents cannot scold them, I tell you. They cannot take a, this particular issue. You know, my child must take this food. So this has to come. This is means nutritional counseling for the parents and they should implement it home. Now we come to the school aspect, as I say, in the curriculum, as I say that we have to talk about first theoretical aspect, what is holistic model and what are the components. Now in this component, which I drafted, I talked about the source of, what is the source of life force? You get the point. So we, the meditation has to be integral part. The breathing exercise has to be integral part. The fitness exercise, different physical, yogasanas and various other, other physical exercise has to be there. And then I just talk about curing, the balancing the body, then the chakras come into the pictures. And the nutrition is a very, very important part for every person, whether he's a 20 years or he's 80 years. The lifestyle, 90% disease originate in the mind. Originate in the mind. And then the remaining disease come from the defective lifestyle. So either it is the mindset or it is the defective lifestyle which is causing sickness. So we have to take care of all these concerns. Now main thing is every one of us is living in a sea of ocean of stresses. Whether you are a businessman, whether you are a professional, anywhere, we are under highly stress. So when we are taking all the negativity things here, they are accumulated. And they reflect in different, they are accumulated in muscles, different parts of the body. We have to detox, we, we said detoxification. So we have to find out meditation is the best way to take out this dirt which has accumulated in our body, it will take out, release all the stress. We have to, it has to come every day. We can clean it every day, like do with washing clothes, mopping and cleaning at home. Every day it becomes dirty, every day we clean. So we have to have the process, a regular process. See, I'm just telling you 30 years before I was in Delhi, our capital of India. Yeah. I used to give meditation classes whole morning. Every child, they will sit down. I did it 30 years before when I was a teacher. <laughs> Mass meditation. And who was my guru? Maharshi Mahesh Yogi. Transcendental meditation. It is 1978 to 80 I am talking about. And in 2000, 10 I'm talking about. 2010, I was working as a principal of a school and I did the same kind of a thing. Teachers sit down in the morning assembly, meditate. Students sit down, meditate. The drivers, 
the uh, the those who will do the cleaning cleaning work you got the sweepers we made it compulsory that morning school will begin with meditation so the benefits of what are the benefits of meditation then the person is more relaxed and more more quiet mind maybe he has more quieter mind and that's why yeah this yeah what is happening we live in three stages there are three stages waking sleeping and dreaming the human life you talk about has three different domains waking sleeping and dreaming there is a fourth stage there is a fourth stage also which is beyond these three that is in sanskrit called turiyavastha in english we call it transcendental stage okay and that transcendental stage is the source of bliss is the source of peace is the source of creativity so every the best thing the joy the happiness the peace is in that fourth state and meditation is the key you open the lock it takes you to the fourth stage so when you are meditating the process itself will clean all the dirt of the mind it will clean release the stresses and you are connected with that high power energy source the connectivity is there through meditation and then you will find you are energized so so this higher and, level higher level of energy source do you think this is a uh, god is 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 this no, god this is, this is this is within us the god has created this system actually in my language i'm writing a book that will be one of the revolutionary book i'm talking about that defines what life is and what is the purpose of god okay that is a very scientific book is not a theoretical so he is cre- we are, we are created we are born with a framework animals are born with a different framework birds are born with a different framework god has designed we are all his designs okay so he is a designer <laughs> Yes. so god is a designer and in this framework he has kept everything the wisdom the emotion the hatred you know different systems different instincts different emotions and feeling and he has also kept the source of bliss within this anatomy okay. in our entire physiology the mind whether nervous system or whether it is a circulatory system you know he has kept a department <laughs> where you go <laughs> make yourself happy blissful many many people don't use that department given by god of course of course they remain locked forever and they suffer they suffer throughout their life so so do, do you think meditation that... takes us to the fourth state isn't it it releases the stresses yeah it removes the dirt it brings a balance at mind body and spirit level meditation is the key i i also agree with you but uh, in in western cultures in christianity uh, people say that meditation like say meditation is not good for you it comes from a bad source and they and they focus more on on praying they focus more on prayers but actually what they don't understand that praying is also 
part of meditation. Do you, do you agree that praying is similar to meditation? Now, one beautiful thing I like to make a mention about Lord Buddha. About Lord Buddha. He asked, he's one of his very good disciples, asked him that, you please tell, he asked this question to Lord Buddha, that what exactly is the meditation and how to do it? He was not successful. He was, must be doing something else. So what he replied, very simple, very beautiful reply, Lord Buddha says, now you tell me, gentleman, is the disciple, if you are going to play a violin and the strings are very tight, will it, will it produce a beautiful music or sound? If the strings are too tight, okay, no, no. Let's say, suppose you make it very loose, all the strings you will lose of the violin. Can you play and create and produce a melody? <laughs> so no, the same thing is meditation is the source, is the means which will keep your strings in the right balance and then beautiful music will come out from your instrument that is this body. I, I totally agree with you because uh, I started meditating daily uh, in April and at the day I started meditating, I stopped drinking alcohol. I haven't drunk any alcohol from there. So meditation for me, it helped me stop drinking. It helped me stop smoking and become more relaxed. So from my experience, I say it's amazing. And if you do it on a daily level, the more you do it, the better the results are and the, be the easier you achieve your goals. And the higher, the higher definition of meditation I like to share, uh, which uh, then you must uh, you must know that another the another episode I'm talking about Lord Buddha. He say another disciple was asking that what is meditation. So this is a different reference I'm giving you. He say can you tell me when you are eating, you are really eating. <laughs> when you sleep, are you really sleeping? When you are doing something, are you really doing something? The main point is this, when you become one with any activity, there is a meditation. You're washing utensils, you're washing clothes, and you're so much engrossed that you go beyond time and space, this is meditation. Yes. This you is, get the point? Yes, when you are, a, you are a scientist, you are thinking deeply about metaphysical world, isn't it the cosmology and the universe and you're so much engrossed. You become one with that. This is meditation. All the creativity in the world are the product of this transcendental stage when you become one with the thing. You get the point? I agree. And that is the transcendental stage and that is a meditation. Okay, so basically do something and be focused on the activity and don't think about anything else that's also kind of meditation so when you Thank eat you must eat completely when you are yes. talking you're completely talking when you are listening you're totally engrossed in the listening meditative stage these are the meditative stages 
Uh, I have another another question. What is the framework of quality education you are developing, and what are the five pillars of it? Okay, very serious question you asked. <laughs> yeah, we, ch we changed a little bit. Here. <laughs> very good. Actually, this has been my favorite subject. Actually, I was working in one education foundation, and I was the director of quality assurance. I had one eight, 18 institution under my control. And my main responsibility that I created a framework based on the best international practices, not Indian I'm talking about, the best international practices I adopted, modified and created a new framework, mm -hmm. a framework for the quality education. Fine. Now you have asked what are the five major components are there. Yes. I'll begin with uh, the first thing I just tell you. The first thing to begin with that we have to have a very strong administrative processes. We are not directly coming. I'm talking about there are support services. Any educational institution has to give priority to these administrative processes the support services, whether it is a transport, it is a water supply, it is electricity, it is a mopping, it is a cleaning. Because this is creating you an environment and the facility where you can deliver the academics, the curriculum, the teaching learning process. People do not pay attention when they talk about the quality education, about administrative processes and the support services. They supply oxygen. Get the point. They supply the system. They supply convenience. So we have created a quality model that what are these, let us say there is a hostel. You get the point. So the dining, so what, what are the, uh, the different processes should be there? How the dining hall can be clean? What kind of a food system should be there? And what uh, uniform, they, so many details are there. If electrician is there, so how many times you will go and visit him? What, what record he will keep it? How he will find it out that the error doesn't take place? It's a huge kind of a thing. So first parameter that administrative and support service should be uh, as per the, uh, the standard norms. You get them? A system has to be created. It should be monitored. It should be evaluated. So you will find the school is functioning, the college is functioning smoothly, right? Yes. Now we come to the second one. The second point definitely, which is the soul, is the curriculum. Is the curriculum. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, what kind of food you are eating. You get the point. A yeah. stale food, a fresh food, a nutritious food, or is a dead animal with <laughs> the non-vegetarian food. Mm -hmm. it, because ultimately, what you eat, you are composed of that. That's true. We are made of what we eat. Similar thing, a quality when talk about your curriculum design and development matter a lot. Matter a lot. Because there in itself, you are making a provision that are you focusing on the informations? Are you focusing on the academic skills? I'll just show you one, one thing. Please look at it, this one. This was one international conference was held in 2007. Universal Quality School Education 
conference on universal quality school education. Okay. Yes, it, it, I attended and one I had presented one of my paper, and this will give your answer. You please see, a skill-based education. Skill-based education. Okay, okay. So, what is what is skill-based education? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was the first person in India in 2007 who had given the model of skill-based education. Now, what is actually thing that your the students when they are in the school premises, they act and they react. You know, yeah. the learning process. There are different activities are there, interactions are there, social behavior is there, the discipline is there, festivals are there. So many, so many things are accumulated. we some people think that what takes place inside the classroom is a curriculum they do the blender okay anything and everything which takes place within the four walls or within the premises of a school is a curriculum okay so we have to focus every aspect right from the morning assembly till the student exit the depart from the school a to z you know Yeah. arrival to departure anything is happened this is has to be treated very importantly very seriously and very judiciously i'm coming back to the point that the learning experiences of the students will directly impact the neural connection in the mind so learning experience in the school has a direct connection with our brain what is the whether the cortex is thick or thin depends upon the ex, the experience a child is having in the school how much the brain is creating the neural connection in the brain is also depending upon the experience the child is having this is called plasticity so my point is this we cannot ignore that the arrival his games the recess time when he is going and playing everything everything has to be designed there comes the curriculum has to be holistic where the mind has to be taken care of. what are the things which are developing the mind thinking skills the rational aspect of what is the the curriculum which is covering the emotional development what is the content Now, what is the content which is addressing the spiritual development? What is the content which is developing the physical? Even when we are teaching physics, even we are teaching mathematics, now we are talking in India integration of art into the mainstreams, mm -hmm. integration of arts into the main. So with the we can in a mathematics class, music can be used. Of course, music can be used in a science class. The dance can be used. this is are the innovative approaches i tell you you have to make the teaching learning process very very joyful very very lively the learning takes place the learning takes place so i'm coming back to the thing to curriculum design third important thing as you ask about the quality education is the instructional strategy how the entire curriculum is delivered okay instructional strategy which you call pedagogy teaching pedagogy so we don't talk any more not teaching we say the learning pedagogies 
because shift is there from teaching earlier the teacher was talking 90 90% of classroom <laughs> teaching learning process was made of teacher stuff yes now we are talking not teaching but the learning how what are the different styles of learning isn't it or what are the best way where the children of different learning styles can be addressed collectively and there are there so instructional strategies are now predominantly innovative and how are they innovative the quality education will depend upon that are you using 20 years old method of teaching <laughs> or you are using the latest the technology use of technology then we are talking about the modality which is taking place in the classroom is a is a is a, is a uh, what you call the cooperative learning there are learning activities there are group discussion there are role plays so many things are there you get so many things that has to that is a third important aspect of the quality education the best learning practices should be implemented training should be given to the staff it should be evaluated every 3 month not once in a year every 3 month which direction the school is going how they are covering syllabus how they are imparting syllabus and what then another fourth important point is the evaluation when many many people fail when i was talking about skill based education i i have i'll share this article with you is a very wonderful article that the focus should not be on information related to the definition and the concept of science and this and that we have to see that when a child in class 3 standard 3 a child in a standard 5 when he is completing one year or two years how many academic skills he has developed mm-hmm. how many learning skills he has developed how many thinking skills he has developed how many life skills he has developed if there is this is a revolutionary concept i tell where the theme of teaching learning process the objective of learning process is not the information but the skills is a paradigm shift it's totally different yes. the children who are growing in a in a stereotype curriculum where the one one period of 40 minutes or 45 minutes right strictly from 8 o'clock to 3:30 pm or 3 pm you know in a regimented style of functioning and then these children we are see the concept can be learned this is my experience of in 40 years in field of education what exactly we are delivering in the 10 months can be delivered in 3 months mm. <laughs> let there be discussion let there be seminar let there be activity let there be presentation more activities you get the point yes let us say 5 5 months kar lijiye 5 months you would go along that and five months more of the debate discussion and activity and creativity everything will go into the system i tell you this is called real knowledge yeah. living the yeah. concept which we teach and the living of the concept get a multiplying various ideas based on the thing you will produce musicians you will produce writers you will produce scientists you will produce engineer best best mind best brain and more importantly best heart yes it is kind expression is heart <laughs> very important
so so my point is here i have pointed out that the evaluation should be the examination system should change it should be on the basis skills assessment should be there not what he doesn't know as far as the information is concerned i'll just give you one example i still sometimes amuse when i go to a english class so literature they will ask there is a story that david was going to the mountain isn't there any hey happened to meet some kind of angel i'm just talking about the fiction kind of a thing they will ask what happened to david to whom he witnessed where did he met how he met is the purpose of teaching language <laughs> the purpose of teaching language is linguistic ability isn't it, it is listening speaking writing reading these four skills have to be developed you can bring any kind of a context why one novel why 10 poetry <laughs> you get the point so yeah. lot of lot of system has to be you know recreated restructured the that's why the 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 curriculum design and development the instructional strategy the evaluation as i said that administrative of the four points i pointed out now comes the fifth one of the quality education parameter as you ask i'm not deviating myself only i was elaborating the fifth more important which i could understand is the training and development mm. every school must have a training and development the principal should be a trainer the teacher should learn the teacher should become trainer we should impart training to the student the student should become trainer <laughs> you get the point i get i get so these five things if we take care i think so there are 12 parameters let me tell you there are 12 parameters but i am only talking about these parameters and then definitely some other things are there that is called the appraisal system appraisal system yes how we appraise the performance of the teacher that should also be continuous yes and and so the students know on what parameter they, their performance is going to be uh, assessed yes and how they can improve the uh, enhance the performance so likewise the five i have already pointed out but actually there are 12 para quality parameters i think uh, will it be okay maybe to have uh, maybe a two three or even four more conversations so that we can get more into details of all those topics because uh, this our first it looks like it's our first conversation uh, just to get our listeners to what education should be changed to and uh, you you're sharing now your vision with our listeners but i think we need to get more into details because all those concepts are really revolutionary and i think more and more people should listen about it and um, if we get you more educators in different countries about your unique approach they might want to get in touch with you and maybe apply it in their countries like the way i want to apply it in bulgaria now and um, it's a really uh, amazing to meet you and to learn everything because this is what exactly i need to i've been looking for and they say um, that when the student is ready the teacher comes <laughs> so i think this is what happened with me uh, i really love what you are doing and i do share exactly the same vision like you i think we should have a different approach to education to parenting and mentoring children and how do you think will be the best way to get this message all over the world so a global change will happen see the the everything the whole world why this is so 
because it depends upon the mindset of the people. Mm. So anything, any kind of a change we want to bring in, any kind of a new system we want to create or recreate or reconstruct the whole kind of a thing, we have to address the mindset, mind script, the mental script. And once we change the mind script, the entire perception changes. When the perception changes, the output will also changes automatically. So I believe that the real education should focus more on the training. It is not the information, the amount of information which is given, but how much training is provided for the development of attitude, for the development of skills, and for the development of le learning more and more knowledge, having more and more knowledge. So mindset should be addressed and the mind script should be changed. Once this exercise is done of the entire campus, whether they are parents, we should have regular communication with the parents and discussion, isn't it? And we try to bring a positive change and support system because they should be partner. Now, this is a very usual concept that the parents should also participate in the school activities. We should, they, are, they should be welcome. They should have a positive and constructive role. The school is already taking care of it. So my point is all kind of understanding and sharing. Once a positive mindset is created by the school leaders of the students, of the teachers and the parents, then rest of the things will become very easy, very smooth. And everything which will take place, the teaching learning process will be meaningful, will be joyful, and will take them forward to become a global citizen. I'm, I'm really inspired of what you're doing and uh, I'm supporting everything you do. And I, I would like to thank you for letting me be on your committee of uh, your organization. And I would like to contribute as well. And hopefully we, we learn, mutually learn and improve the techniques as well. And um, of course, I would like to have more and more interviews with you so you could share your knowledge with my audience and uh, again thank you for being with me today here uh, is there something you'd like to share in the end or i think we covered all the topics so if if no one has learned anything has heard anything from you about your vision of the future education what is the things you'd like to share now, uh, the need of the R, as I say, that the sustainable development, we have to make ourselves responsible. Every educator on the planet, I'm not talking about the big government machineries, they are doing their planning, they are doing so many things, or they are not doing so many things. I think every educational institution and every educator must have a responsibility toward the society and towards the globe, towards the planet. So now, as you know, that, that there is a degeneration everywhere. You get the point. Environment is the, is the primary need of the hour. The future of the uh, planet, future of the planet depends upon what we are doing to it, how much care we are doing. I think the almost all the educational institutions should join hand together that how this planet can be saved. We should not depend upon the government alone because 
they you know what government i don't want to speak against or for any about government yes yes we educators should join hands to bring a positive meaningful change all over the globe whether it is environment whether it is conservation of forest or the wildlife you get the point the greenery and more importantly which i do give emphasis is the well being of every person on this planet well being so wellness education according to me should be the, the most important part of the education wellness because well being of the entire planet depends upon that human relationship global relationship the whole globe growth depends when we think alike and well being is the answer and wellness education is the right step in this direction thank you for this amazing conversation and uh, i wish you achieve everything you want to achieve this and next year especially uh, let's i'll keep in touch i'll help you whatever i can and uh, again thanks for this interview it was an honor thank you thank you dean for uh, providing me an opportunity where i could express and share my views with you and our association definitely will go a long way and definitely uh, together you know we, together uh, we can really bring some positive change whatever the capacity it may be thank you thank you thanks